Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So I am uh, sweating caramel and nougat from eating too many Snickers bars last night. My kids did the trading thing when they got home from Halloween, which is always cool. Trading what you like. That's a big deal. Yeah, it is. It is. I don't know if my brother and I did that or not. I think there may have been some wheeling and dealing in my family. We didn't get near as much candy as my kids are getting. No. Like, not even close. Maybe 10%. I think my parents reined it in more. It's just in general. Every kid's got like a five-pound bag of candy. It's, well, it's practically free for one thing. Yeah, that's true. Um, so what was the candy your kids wanted? Popcorn balls and caramel apples were more popular when I was a kid, too, than just packaged candy. Nickel, pack of gum, a little bag of peanuts. There was a woman, older woman, who was handing out oranges, which made the kids groan in horror. No, that's a fine fruit. Lucky to have them. Yeah, I was talking to somebody last night, because I'm... I'm I feel appropriately disciplined on how much candy I let my kids eat on Halloween night. But I was talking to another parent who thought I was a tyrant. It's Halloween night. It's like one night a year where you let him eat some candy, for crying out loud. Some candy. Some. Because I believe my oldest was in his room with his bag of candy, eating it after lights out. Oh. And I, and I let him do it. 
I didn't like barge in with a light on and turn on the bare bulb and really question him, check his fingerprints, like I would usually do. Um, so I don't know. It's one night a year. I, it's funny. I got to ask my brother and sister. I don't remember. Um, Judy and I always had the kids hand over the candy, and it was put where candy is kept, and they could eat it at the appropriate times, uh, appropriate amounts. Yeah, well, that's the way I've always done it, too. But I got uh, a verbal lashing from a parent who thought it was way too strict, and I gave it. It's the sort of permissiveness that's uh, ruining America. Culture wars. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. But the, the problem is, if it's in a hiding place, I go to the hiding place on a regular uh, basis and take out, and eh, they're not going to miss one Snickers or <laughs> a little Kit Kat or a couple M&Ms. Uh, yeah, okay, corrupt uh, guards in this prison. <laughs> exactly. Clearly. Exactly. So a couple of stories. This They're both important. One's a little sillier important out of the whole Russia-Ukraine thing. This is more or less breaking news. Iran is preparing to send additional weapons, including ballistic missiles, to Russia to use in Ukraine. So now missiles. The story was, what, a week ago that you Iranians are on the ground training Ukrainians, or uh, sorry, Russians in the drone use. Now it's going to be actual missiles. And uh, I'm more on the side of uh, uh, various generals I see on cable news who say, this whole, we won't provide him these weapons because it would be escalatory or whatever. Who's this for? Is this for Americans or for, because Iran's doing whatever, Russia's doing whatever the hell they want. Iranians are on the ground firing missiles. What the hell? I don't know. Well, that's because uh, Russia has nukes. So they get to they get to make the rules. Well, they get a bigger say. Yes, clearly. So that's the way that works. This is getting less proxy though, isn't it? The when Iranians oh. are on the ground firing missiles they provided yeah. to the Russians, it's hardly a proxy war. They're now combatants. Yep. We're certain enemy of the United States. That's not news. Found this interesting. A top Kremlin propagandist who worked for Putin, works for Putin, suggested on Russia TV just the other day that the sitcom Friends was evidence of the fundamental divide between Russia and the United States. We've all seen a lot of Chandler Bing on TV the last couple of weeks talking about his drug addiction and whatnot, which has got friends back in the news. This person who heads Russia's state-funded news channel recalled thinking America and Russia were similar while studying the United States, studying in the United States 30 years ago, but watching Friends made her think otherwise. The show subtly highlighted the first gurgles of this boiling, this is a quote, the first gurgles of this boiling ultra-liberal borscht, she claimed, mm. that she got from watching Friends. And it's, we're talking about the pilot episode. You had to have very good eyesight to notice it in the 1994 TV series Friends, for example, which is still probably the most popular American TV series of all time. Obviously, I'm reading here as a personification of American culture. Uh, So this is a translation to Twitter from the Minister of Internal Affairs of Ukraine, who got the Russian information. Referencing the 1994 pilot episode of the series in which Ross tells his friends his wife left him for a woman after realizing she was a lesbian. All of this is depicted with sympathy, 
said the Russian propagandist. Good for her and too bad for him. It was also impossible then to recognize this frenzy's propaganda in this because it was so rare, so fresh, so interesting, she said. We either save ourselves the way we have to do it now or we'll be there. So she felt like Russia would become the United States if they didn't work very hard not to. And the United States was as depicted in the episode of Friends. That's the whole cultural decay argument. Right. Which some on the right are uh, really into, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, and I have, agree with them. We have tremendous cultural decay. Oh, yeah. I agree with them wholeheartedly up to the point where it includes uh, allyship with Vladimir Putin. Well, and I don't think Ross's wife leaving him for a lesbian is uh, the, the our biggest problem. It's kids with their hats on backwards. That's the problem. Well, clearly, yeah, and the fidget spinners. Um, I, uh, uh, there, the, the, yeah, I could see that being shocking, though, in a more traditional Orthodox society. It would have been shocking in the United States if you just went a few years earlier. Right. Well, it was it was surprising to me at the time. It was edgy at the time. You remember when Ellen? It's roughly the same time period, right? When Ellen, the episode where she said, I'm gay, it was, mm-hmm. a, it was a huge deal. And the numbers of um, markets around the country didn't air the episode. So you go back 10 years prior to that, 20 years prior to that, certainly, and that would have been shocking. Well, you wouldn't have had it on the air. Right. But so it would have been shocking to the United States if you'd have heard about another country doing that. That's the problem with this whole presentism thing, acting like... We've always been this enlightened, if you want to call it enlightened. Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton competed in 2008, which ain't that long ago, and both were against gay marriage. Mm -hmm. Right? The Democrats. So, no, you know. But that's that's how the the, the, the freaking Ross, you always hated Ross on Friends. He split the United States and Russia, and there you go. Well, and brought on the the decadence that we're now seeing in our streets. Uh, I blame Ross. Oh, by the way, who was it that said one of my favorite thinkers? It might have been Ian Bremmer, but I um, said the moment that we're in right now in the whole Ukraine-Russia thing is the most dangerous thus far of the entire war. Now, I feel like I hear that every week, but it could be true every week as it gets more dangerous. Yes, because I would say the more Putin is a cornered animal, the more danger that he will lash out and bite. Yeah, because battle lines are being drawn for this near decisive battle that's going to happen in that Kherson region. And then it's going to be down to what we were talking about earlier. Do the Ukrainians push into Crimea and try to get uh, Russia out? Uh, Mike Lyons has, has repeated the other day that that's their Alamo. They're going to they're not going to give that up. And that, so like you just said, cornered beast, that's when it gets super, super dangerous. And we're very, very close to being there. Yeah, lovely. Yeah, fantastic. All On the other hand, are we not at the uh, the point that the winter makes the fighting much slower and, and more or less impossible? That's what I'm told. I don't know. I actually know anything about it. Yeah, I don't either. Just what I've heard. Yeah. Why wouldn't well, the ground be hard and you just drive on top of the ground? The hard ground. I can understand the mud being a problem. I guess it's rainy. I don't know. I've not. I've not wintered in Ukraine. Well, I spent a week in the Russian winter, and it wasn't. It wasn't sloppy. Everything was frozen. But I don't know. 
Yeah, yeah. So I have an update on the, uh, well, a comment on the reparations in California conversation from yesterday, plus one of our top emailers with an email, the subject line of which is perhaps the most important email I've ever written. Wow. So now our listeners are promoting their own emails. They've got their own publicists. Um, it's, it's, it's pretty good. Okay. Um, it, it has to do with, is there a prospect for healing between the two sides of the political battle? No. And even should there be? Oh, now that's a different question. Now, I'm a middle child. I bring people together. But I've come across a couple arguments that say, uh, you, you go into this with the hand of friendship extended, it's going to get bit. Well, I'm the oldest child, so you hold them down and make them eat grass. And that's pretty much your only go-to plan. Mm. Mm. Uh, we, we so also, sad. We also have an update on who was wearing underwear and who wasn't in the hammer attack, apparently, that I didn't well, know Well, I think about. everybody was wearing underwear. It's just a question of people wearing only underwear. Okay, gotcha. So all, right. that's, all that stuff on the way. Stay with us. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. If you're Paul Pelosi and you got a gun, like in your nightstand, do you shoot a guy looming over you with a hammer in your bedroom? Well, if he's looming over you, it's probably tough to get to your gun, right? Well, it's, it's already in your hand. Well, at some point he got enough, you know, moving around that he was able to go to the bathroom and make a 911 call, so I... I don't believe maybe he could have accessed a gun if he had one around. Well, this, yeah, yeah, actually, you're probably right. This complete psycho was going to, like, take a nap because he was tired and going to wait for Nancy to come back or whatever harebrained scheme he had. So, yeah, he was letting Pelosi, uh, Paul Pelosi go to the bathroom, that sort of thing. Anyway, Brooke Jenkins, who's the DA for San Francisco, did a press conference yesterday, answered some questions. Here are some more details we didn't know. Mr. DePap specifically targeted the Pelosi home to confront Speaker Pelosi. He forced his way into the home through a rear glass door by breaking that glass. The defendant made his way upstairs to the second floor of the home, locating Mr. Pelosi in his bed sleeping. He woke him up, confronting him about the whereabouts of Speaker Pelosi. Mr. Pelosi, who was sleeping, was wearing a loose-fitting pajama shirt and boxer shorts. He was forced to get out of bed, and at some point during that encounter, Mr. Pelosi attempted to access the elevator in the home, which has a phone. The defendant then blocked Mr. Pelosi's access to that elevator. Wow. So why, 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 if somebody breaks into my home and attacks me, uh, why is the local DA commenting on what I sleep in? Hmm. I don't know. It didn't seem to factor into the story. He was wearing a t-shirt advertising his own radio show and some tidy whities. Often. (laughs) Never. Sensible boxer briefs in my case. Um, yeah, that is uh, odd, but, uh, yeah. There's got to be a reason for it, though, isn't there? Has that got to do with some of the rumors that were going around? That they feel like they need to talk about what he was wearing in bed? Just seems odd. It's odd. It is odd. Let's hear a little more. 
It was at some point after that Mr. Pelosi asked to go to the bathroom, which is where he was able to call 911 from his cell phone. The defendant, realizing that Mr. Pelosi had called 911, took Mr. Pelosi downstairs near the front door of the residence. Two police officers arrived at the front door two minutes after that 911 call. When that door was opened, the defendant was holding his hammer, which Mr. Pelosi appeared to be attempting to control by holding a portion of that hammer. The defendant then pulled the hammer away from Mr. Pelosi and violently struck him in the top of his head. The police then immediately apprehended the defendant. Uh, so he had a hold of the hammer and being very old against a much younger man half his age, the guy just ripped it out of his hand and bashed him on the head with it. And a crazy person, yeah. Yeah. Um, I had a comment. What was I going to say? Downstairs, phone for the 911 call. Oh, two minutes. Yeah. So that's a... So, uh, and I'm not building any conspiracy case here, y'all. Just the things that strike me as interesting. Two minutes, the police were there. Yeah, the rich and powerful get a better response from government than the rest of us. Because I've been hearing about response times in like the San Francisco, Oakland Bay area, and they have not been two minutes. No, indeed, you'll be on hold for ten minutes before you even speak to a human. And uh, for all I know, San Francisco's nine one one dispatch system is much better than, for instance, Oakland's, which I've heard nightmares about. I don't know that. Or they might have a special number if you're uh, if you're uh, super wealthy. Maybe you dial uh, you know eight one one or something. Different number from the rest of us. We don't even know about. But two yeah, minutes. I, or there's like a caller ID thing that goes off that it's a local dignitary. Yeah, I don't actually know. I think that's interesting, though. I'd kind of like to know. I have a feeling that if I'm being attacked by a homeless lunatic, the cops aren't going to get there in two minutes when I call 911. No, no. Of course, there could have been a unit uh, right by there. Who knows? You know, it's not all, not everything is uh, grist to jump to some sort of wild conclusion. I'm going to a concert in Oakland tonight. There's a chance I will uh, get, get the opportunity. To call 911 being attacked by a homeless lunatic because they're all over the place. I'd say it's 50 50. Right. Yeah. And, we'll, and I'll try, I'll, set, I'll start my stopwatch to see how long it takes as I try to wrestle the hammer or whatever for away from the person, see how long it takes for the uh, police to, to arrive. Indeed. And It'll then, be a fine tale to tell tomorrow. And then I will alert them to what I was wearing uh, because that seems to be crucial to the story. Loose you know what, shirt and boxers. You know what's at the concert? You know what's not being uh, emphasized nearly enough is this guy was uh, the menace from the north, a illegal immigrant from Canada, overstayed his visa, was campaigning for nudism in San Francisco. He's a mentally ill, drug-addicted, hippie-freak weirdo who evidently recently you know, latched onto some QAnon garbage. Um, but the idea that he's some exhibit from the right or something like that, please, they're just, they're crazy people. Yeah. Probably the end of the story at this point, right? Um, barring further developments, I'm going to keep my eyes open. Uh, California is seriously talking about reparations. We mentioned this yesterday, $700,000 or so to, uh, people who can prove their descendants from slaves. We've got a comment on that and, uh. A lot of good stuff. Every, Hope you can hang around. Every time that idea's dead, I think, it comes Armstrong back. Armstrong and Getty. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The Armstrong and Getty Show. This weekend, former President Obama was campaigning in Michigan, and when he started talking about getting older, some women in the crowd chimed in. Take a look at this. I have to admit that sometimes going out on the campaign trail feels a little harder than it's used to. Not just because I'm older and grayer. I don't know if y'all heard that. Said I was still fine. <laughs> then Michelle was like, yeah, I think we're done with the campaign speech. Is there a... He's like, I'm Barack Obama. I approve this message. That's the one difference between Obama and Biden. When Obama's on stage, people are like, he is fine. And when Biden's on stage, people are like, he's fine. Which reminds me, The Hill, with an opinion piece. Maybe I'll read some of it coming up next segment. Uh, I don't know this gentleman who wrote it. He's with some think tank. Is a 25th Amendment removal in Joe Biden's future? I wonder if it's already started. (laughs) Everybody's expecting it the day after the election. The election's in one week. 
They're already laying the groundwork for the, he's got to go, does he need to go? But more on that later. Well, the answer to that question, well, okay, more on that later, he says. He's making promises he probably can't keep. Jack Armstrong promises a lot of content, then doesn't deliver. Uh, but I do have a comment, so stay with us. Got this note uh, yesterday. We were talking about uh, the state of California's reparations committee is out with their preliminary report talking about giving $700,000 to descendants of slaves. Um, it's, uh, and I've said this from the beginning, utterly unworkable, ridiculously, practically, laughably impractical, never mind immoral and, and just all the problems with it. But got this note, guys, I've done extensive genealogy research about my family. I'm as white as it gets. Practically every ancestor I'm descended from originated in Great Britain, Germany, or Scandinavia. That's much like my family, uh, add, uh, Ireland and Wales. However, a seven-times great-great-grandfather on my mother's side was a slave in Delaware, originally taken from sub-Saharan Africa. He managed to buy his freedom in the 1700s and married a white woman from England. I have solid DNA documentation all the way down the line from him to me. Do I qualify for reparations? By the way, do the math. Everyone has 512 seven-times great-grandfathers. Great-great-great-great-great-great-grandfathers. Say that again. I didn't follow it. Everybody has 512 of those. Oh, 512 great-grandfathers. Well, seven times great-grandfathers. Yeah. I have a father. I have two grandfathers. I have four great-grandfathers. Right. I'm, Keep I'm tra- going. I'm you tracking end up you with now. Five, 512. So if any one of those 512 was ever a slave, bingo, bango, bongo, there's 700 grr in your bank account. Courtesy of the taxpayers of California. Isn't that something? I, I Well, you talked about it being unworkable, and one of the ways it's unworkable is, like, I've we've tried to trace our family history, and it's just not very easy to do for a variety of reasons. For some families, it's really easy. For ours, it's not. I, I don't know how that you would nail that down for a lot of people. Right, right. And what would the level of proof be? Yeah, right. Uh, what would it require? If I'm an affluent white guy and it turns out that seven of my 512 great, 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 great grandfathers were slaves. I mean, what do I get? Oh, it's just it's so utterly unworkable. Barack Obama, great example. Mom's family, white, had slaves. His dad's family, Africans who never were over in the United States to be slaves, as far as they could tell. So what does he get as a black man? Oh, and he's the most powerful man on earth for eight years. I'm going to write him a check. He has more money than I'll ever see. So it's just it's just terrible. But anyway, thanks for the note, John. Really interesting stuff. Um, bur- but it's moving forward. In in Cal Unicornia, yes. it is, yes. Cal, well, why do we call it Cal Unicornia? It's because where realism goes to die. There is no realism in California. It's all fancy dreams and what makes me feel good. Let's design policy on what makes us feel good. Shimony. Moving along. I'm going to save that. Let's go to this. So there's an an Atlantic piece that's getting some attention by one uh, Emily Oster, one of their roster of writers. She writes a lot of stuff. Oster Let's the roster. De- oh, rosters on the roster. Let's declare a pandemic amnesty is the headline. We need to forgive one another for what we did and said when we were in the dark about COVID. 
Now, again, I'm a middle child. I like to bring people together. I like the spirit of this. And this fellow who I'm now going to quote for the next minute or two, uh, he believes some things about the vaccine in particular that I don't. All of my trusted sources are not nearly as uh, adamant as him about some of the downsides of the vaccine. But uh, I will read his point of view uh, to the idea of, hey, let's declare a truce and forgive one another for what we did and said when we were in the dark. And his response, Matthew Peterson, he's with uh, one of your foundations, conservative foundations. Uh, he says, hey, sorry you lost your job because you didn't get the vax. That doesn't work. And your grandmother died alone. And you couldn't even hold a funeral. And your brother's business was needlessly destroyed. And your kids have weird heart problems. But let's just admit we were all wrong and call a truce, huh? It's too bad we shut down the entire economy and took on tyrannical powers that have never been used in this country before. Looking back, you should have been able to go to church and use public parks while we let people riot in the streets. Mm. But it was a confu- but it was a confusing time for everyone. Hey, I'm sorry we scared the hell out of you and lied for years and persecuted and censored anyone who disagreed, but there was an election going on and we really, really wanted to beat Donald Trump. So it was important to radically politicize the science, even if it destroyed your children's lives. Okay, yes, we said unvaccinated people should die and not get health care while never questioning Big Pharma once. But we are compassionate people, which is why even though we shut down the entire economy, we also bankrupted the nation and caused inflation. You're welcome. Let's be friends. It reminds me of a Simpsons episode where Homer does something horrible and says, well, we could all play the blame game. You know, that sort of thing. Right. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, if we can have a South African-style Truth and Reconciliation Commission where all sins are confessed and discussed and laid bare, you know what? I'm fine with the truce. I'm fine with that. But the right didn't take dictatorial powers and wreck the economy and ruin little kids' lives and educations in a way that may never be uh, uh, clawed back from. Well, arrested people on the beach in Santa Monica. I get all that, but from what I've read, uh, one of the reasons the influence of 1918 disappeared from history up until fairly recently disappeared. One of the biggest events in nation's history just disappeared from history. I'd never heard of it in my life until a few years back. Is uh, the the thinking is that so many people had the feeling of yeah I didn't act the greatest on this part of that let's just move on I mean because everybody felt like they had some like I I would I probably should have adopted masks earlier on than I did uh, with the original COVID not with the newer one that doesn't make any difference for it. but anyway um, regardless of whatever your thing is um, you know there was all kinds of things we didn't know then did know. I agree with what was just said, that I feel like it's more one-sided than that. Yeah. But, um, I don't know. Yeah, that is interesting. From the uh, the 1812 flu epidemic, or, eight, I'm sorry, 1918, um, that everybody was just so sick of it and disgusted by it and exhausted and, and confused that they said, screw it, let's just move on and have some roaring 20s for a while. Who's in? Charleston! Charleston! You know, flappers and short skirts, etc. I get it. Uh, but it's it's just 
We can't do that because, as I've pointed out many times, the CDC, the WHO, they had carefully constructed protocols in place for how to behave during a major pandemic. And we threw all of that out the window and just behaved on how much we loathed or loved Trump. That became the standard in the United States. We lost our freaking minds. Oh, yeah. The one the one that struck the chord with me the most there was so we could have rioting all across the country, looting your local target. Right. In the name of justice. They had yellow tape around the playground structure at the park. What? The one thing we can't have is little children playing outside in the fresh air. That was the dictate handed down from on high. That's crazy. And the, the idea that nobody's going to confess and atone for that. And and you can't say, well, we didn't know much about COVID. We were screaming on this show, screaming that which is obviously indisputably correct. You don't spread respiratory illnesses outdoors in the wind. You don't. Hey, here's what I'll do. I will say, yeah, let's just uh, shake hands and move on and. Maybe we all over or underreacted in various times. If anybody, because I haven't heard anybody yet, say it was a mistake, I was for putting yellow tape around the park, but I shouldn't have been. Or right. I was for keeping the schools closed for two and a half years, but I shouldn't have been. I haven't heard anybody say that yet. Not one human. Or just admit that the private school down the street that stayed open, everybody was fine. Right. Yeah, or weren't the stacks red, of red states that weren't closing their schools right next door, right across the border. You wouldn't even know there was a border unless you saw the sign that said, welcome to Montana. Those schools were fine. Just go ahead and admit that. But you have the Gavin Newsom's and Christine, is that her name? Gretchen Whitmer's rather of the world um, still lying about that crap. To try to get reelected. I, so. one, I've said this before. I think one of the things that would come out of a DeSantis-Newsom race is all that would get hashed out. I think there'd be a deep dive by both sides justifying their argument for the different approaches over the whole pandemic. As long as we had fact checks after every debate. Right. And CNN would have their live fact-checking. You remember that? Oh, my God. There. I don't know. Nah. So I'll mention a little nah. bit about this. Uh, the Hill going ahead and running an opinion piece on time to look at the 25th Amendment for Joe Biden. That's where the cabinet can get together and boot a president out because they're unfit. He's too crazy. Got to get rid of him. <laughs> I don't know about crazy. Oh, he's crazy. Crazy, (laughs) crazy. (laughs) All right, stay tuned. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The Armstrong and Getty Show. And by the way, if they do, that means not a joke, everybody. That's why we were defeated in 2018 when they tried to do it. We went to 54 states. If somebody told you as a Democrat, Joe Biden's here to help you, you'd jump out the damn window because he's so unpopular. His ideas are not working. So there's Joe Biden referencing the 54 great states of the United States. And uh, Lindsey Graham saying <laughs> no Democrats want Biden to show up because he's unpopular, which seems to be true for the most part. More on Joe Biden in just a second. I came across this. Somebody retweeted this. This is from Saturday Night Live way back in the 70s when Jimmy Carter was president. And they have Dan Aykroyd doing a Jimmy Carter, uh, apparently talking about inflation. So I sent this to Hanson. Maybe we can grab some more of it tomorrow. But one of the quotes here is, inflation is our friend. Everyone will feel like a big shot. Wouldn't you like to own a $4,000 suit? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Wow. You know, getting back to Biden just momentarily, isn't it some that 54 state thing? I saw that some, and we just played it finally. Um, But it's like, yeah, yeah, he he says stuff like that. He has no idea how many states there are. Just something went haywire in his head. So, yeah, not that big a deal. Wow. (laughs) So uh, this guy is a uh, definitely a conservative think tank dude um, who wrote this piece for The Hill, but he is one of their opinion people, and, uh, and they published it. Um, I suppose I should give you his name. I don't know. I don't care what anybody's name is. Merrill Matthews. <laughs> uh, Merrill Matthews is his name. That's an odd thing to say. Well, I never remember, so I don't... 
The time may be coming when the country will have to have a serious conversation about a very uncomfortable topic, President Biden's mental health. It's a conversation the left and the media forced on the public during the Trump administration, and they go through the non-stop conversation on cable news and everywhere else of whether Trump was mentally fit, and they'd have TV psychologists on saying he shows all the signs of paranoid delusion or whatever. Narcissism, whatever. whatever. Late-stage syphilis or whatever they would claim that they, they, Trump had. <laughs> I, br- I missed that one. Brain but... didn't work. And that they needed to uh, uh, remove him somehow. And then remember, Democrats even tried but failed to establish a presidential disability review body in 2017 that would make it uh, a regular thing to check on a president's mental health so that they could easier. So they tried to get that going, but wow, but weren't able right. to weren't able to at the time. Uh, all those efforts went nowhere. Biden's issues are substanti- substantively different than Trump's. We frequently see him, after he's delivered a speech, wander off as if he doesn't know where he is or where he's supposed to go. Someone hurries over and takes his arm and points him in the right direction. At times he's lucid and in control, but at other times he seems baffled and confused. It's not unusual to see this behavior in older people, and Biden turns 80 this month. So anyway, they get into the 25th Amendment idea. How would the 25th Amendment removal work? The amendment was proposed by Congress in 1965, ratified in 67. Uh, The vice president will assume the powers and duties of the presidency in the event of the president's inability to serve. It doesn't define what inability means, similar to the whole impeachment thing. High crimes and misdemeanors. Exactly. They leave it very, very vague. President Eisenhower had a number of health issues, so he and then Vice President Nixon worked out an arrangement for when Nixon might need to take charge. After the assassination of President Kennedy in 63, Congress added more specificity uh, or more specific to the Constitution's conditions, hence the 25th Amendment. Um, but it would be another one of those political battles. It'd probably be a power thing, right? To a certain extent. Just do you have the numbers or not? Well, here's the question. I still believe the two years in a day plan is in effect. Is Biden in on that? Or does he remember that he agreed to that? Or will that be foisted upon him? If it's the latter, we could see the 25th Amendment invoked. On the other hand, you know what's going to buy him more time? The fact that there's a moron for a vice president. Well, it is what it is because he is who he is. There you go. That's why it is what it is. Hard to argue with that. With your hosts, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Let's get your host for final thoughts, Joe Getty. Let's get the final thoughts out. Michelangelo, our technical director, leading us off. Michael. Yeah, it was good. Um, One of my neighbors, we don't get any trick-or-treaters, but they put out a little bowl full of candy. It it was all bagged up and said, just take one. And I knew it was just for kids, so I didn't touch it, but... I thought I was tempted to just, you know, snag the bowl because nobody was going to come and get that well, candy. Well, good for you for not stealing practically free items. Wow, that's a great story. I thought about stealing, then I didn't. <laughs> wow, young Alex is our behind-the-scenes producer. Alex, a final thought? I think the best thing I heard from a trick-or-treater last night was when we were passing out candy, we handed out the Hershey's Cookies and Cream Bar because it's my wife's personal favorite. So we hand it out, and the kid goes, Dude, they got the nice Hershey's. We are avoiding this house later. And I'm thinking, what? Are you egging my house if I didn't give you the right Hershey bar? What yeah, the hell? Yeah. It's a dog-eat-dog wow. world out there, man. That's why you get a taser. 
Uh, Jack, a final thought? First two homes we stopped at, Henry had gotten a bag of trail mix and an orange. And he said, it's like going to the grocery store with your grandparents. Oh, jeez. A bag of trail mix and an orange. It got better from then. But. Well, as usual, Judy and I gave out bell peppers and nice hot corn gravy. <laughs> Cream corn, that's it. <laughs> Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. Open up your bag, kids. Here's a ladle full of hot cream corn. So many people to thank. So little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. We have the hot links for you. Pick up some Armstrong and Getty swag. It's a great Christmas gift. Order today. Armstrongandgetty.com. See you tomorrow. God bless America. Armstrong and Getty. The words of a president matter. Are you sure of that, dude? Well, yep. Absolutely. Okay. True and international average of pressure. Pull that bad character. My best friend, what? Oh. Well, you're being a wise guy with me a little bit. And when it's over, it is over. It is over. We just wanted to hear your. I said bye. Son of a. Let me say, let me say one thing. Boy, if I had a dime for every time somebody reported my junk, you know what I'm saying? Thank you all very much. Armstrong and Getty. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell, ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org.